A scattered dream that's like a far-off memory. A far-off memory that's like a scattered dream. I want to line the pieces up. Because apparently this game starts in a computer and half the characters aren't supposed to exist. Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. I'm Wheels, and I'm joined as always by Joe. How are you, Joe? It's got a budge. No, that was last <laughs> week's joke. It's still very funny. It's very funny. Um, it's not as funny when you don't say it in the voice, so I think I have purged it from my system in doing that. I was also listening to the other clip again today where he goes, <laughs> and that one's weird too. Oh no. Anyway. Let's move on. Um, Jesus. This episode's going to be real stupid as well. Um, uh-huh. Because <laughs> where, where are we going, Joe? Uh, <laughs> well, we're going to go to Disney Castle, um, and then we're going to travel through time uh, within Disney Castle. But before we get there, and uh, I, when we get there, I will explain uh, a thing I did while watching these episodes. Oh, but, no. But, but before that, there was some stuff that we didn't get to last time um, at the That's end right. of the Coliseum, which isn't much. We get a scene of Maleficent in her sort of dilapidated Hollow Bastion castle again. She asks... Where is everybody else? And Pete says, beats me. They must have had some other matters to attend to, to which Maleficent replies, matters? You mean they have more important affairs to to attend to than my return? Pete. Well, you see, there's this Organization 13 that keeps getting in the way. (laughs) Maleficent. Let those fools play their little game. Pete. What about that runt with the keyblade? He's been a real pain, too. Maleficent. Oh, has he? Very well, then. I suppose you best tell me what's happened during my absence. That's it. That's that scene. Uh, and then immediately after, we we see Minnie Mouse. She says something about, oh, dear. <laughs> I don't think she actually does, but... Uh, she might as well. And, God, I'm like, I can't read my fucking handwriting, and it's worse I because it. I wrote these a week ago. <laughs> she's looking f- She's in the library looking for a photo album when Chippendale we will mention Chippendale a lot not a lot a decent amount in this episode I don't know which one is which so (laughs) I have just written anything they say as just Chip and Dale in sort of um Lord of the Flies style like uh those two twins that sort of just end up becoming one person I've just written them as Chip and Dale as if they're both speaking in unison which they sometimes but not always are Chip and Dale say Queen Minnie, it's horrible. Something's wrong in the hall with the cornerstone. There's real sharp thorns everywhere. That's not really what they sound like. It's high, but it's not like that. I don't know. But yeah, they say that. And it turns out that they're right. There are sharp thorns in some room that she goes into. And she says, Oh, King Mickey, I wish you could hear me. The castle is in danger. We've got to do something soon. Donald, Goofy, where are you? Where are they? Uh, at Olympus Coliseum in the ship. 
All right. And then they they and then you see Disney Castle is available on your map. They go there. So I didn't remember this world having a whole lot to talk about <laughs> um, mm-hmm. or being that interesting. So I thought I would multitask today. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you sync it up to, like, Dark Side of the Moon or something? Not intentionally. Um, <laughs> so I did, it wasn't Dark Side of the Moon, but it had similar effects to the thing that you're referencing. Uh, I decided to the new Andrew WK record came out. Uh-huh. Um, and some of these song titles are pretty fucking Kingdom Hearts bullshit, um, mm-hmm. including Beyond Oblivion, which I'll get to. <laughs> Andrew WK is great. I like Andrew WK a lot. Um, I don't know how familiar you are <laughs> with his work. Um, I know, th- I know the the basics. Okay, so I decided to listen to it while watching these, and it ended up syncing up nearly perfectly with a lot of things oh no Uh, so most of my notes about that (laughs) um so for those at home if you wanted to watch these these parts of jet monkey hd's gaming's uh let's play of kingdom hearts 2 while listening to andrew wk's album you're not alone um i pressed play right when uh like (laughs) like in the black scene when when disney castle is loading like right when he enters the world um and it's very good (sighs) So, you are gonna have to do some of the heavy lifting on some of the plot things, but there's Sounds really like not it. there's really not much that happens. Nah. Um, but I will I will definitely chime in on the the key points of the okay. the lineup. I'll just get get it started then. Sora says that you know they're looking around. At, they're in the sort of gummy ship bay that we saw in a cutscene in the first game, and Sora says, "This is your castle. Must be nice to be home, huh?" We see Donald and Goofy kind of looking around strangely, and Goofy says, Something doesn't feel quite right. And Donald says, Yeah. And Chip and Dale run in and say, You're back. Move it. Let's go. Queen Minnie needs you to the... Need... Oh, that's what that says. You're back. Move it. Let's go. Queen Minnie needs to see you in the... What? Oh, I didn't put a period. That's why. Queen Minnie needs to see you. Period. The castle's in danger. Quickly. To the library. So they go. Fight a lot of Heartless along the way. Skip. Um, See, I didn't skip any of that, which is vital to this experience that I had. Oh, that's true. So um, you were you were in it for the long haul. Yeah, they're roughly the the same length. Um, and these two episodes and the record. Um, so the first track on the record is sort of this instrumental building thing, and then the uh, first song, the first like full fleshed out song, uh, sort of is just sort of this upbeat background music to all this fighting happening which is very good um i was worried i was like i I should probably give up on this because nothing's really happening but um as he leaves the garden and goes into or actually before that right after he finishes fighting all the heartless in the garden the lyrics are something along the lines of like uh we almost died but we did it and then as he says keep on going (laughs) if they go through the door into the next room and i was like all right i'm in this for the long haul (laughs) And the next song, Ever Again, starts right as they enter the library, and Minnie starts to explain things. They enter in the library, Donald says, Your Majesty Queen Minnie, we're back. He salutes, uh, and she says, Oh, you're here, and Goofy says, Your Royal Highness, did you happen to summon us? And she says, Yes. And Sora just kind of blusters in as the two, <laughs> as Donald and Goofy are saluting. He just goes, Where's the king? Uh and Donald's like, uh, excuse him, this is our friend Sora. And Minnie says, oh, Sora, the king told me all about you in his letters. He said, you're a very brave young man. 
It's sort of <laughs> still not getting how to deal with royalty. Just says, uh, see, do you know where he is? <laughs> <laughs> no, hello. No, nice to meet you. Oh, Zora, you're supposed to be the nice one. He's, I mean, we give him more credit than I think he's ever earned <laughs> as the as the hero of this story. Um, he just kind of bumbles through everything. There is a line. Um, there's a line in this song ever again. Um, a track, track three, where uh, Andrew, Andrew WK is talking about, um, uh, they say that we were born with a purpose. And while he says this, Minnie is just sort of staring at Sora very um, dramatically. And I think that's very Whoa. poignant. Um, <laughs> just, again, it's going to randomly remind you that I did this thing. Can't um, wait. Uh, Donald says, your majesty, what are the heartless doing in your castle? And she says... <laughs> Oh my, so those are the heartless. And Do you Sora think, says, does, does Donald think that she did that on purpose? Because that, <laughs> that question is a little pointed. Did you, like, did you order some heartless? Why did... <laughs> Are you just? Do you have a new, a new like interior decorator who's doing some pretty radical things? Because it's not working. Sora says that they'll be able to take care of the heartless. Um, they... They decide to split... Uh, just cutting ahead a little bit. They decide to split up because... Uh, they also need to tell everybody in the castle and make sure that they're in a safe place. And I love this bit because Sora is like, okay, I'll make sure everybody knows what's going on. And Donald just says, no, Sora, you'll get lost. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, Sora, then Sora decides to stay with the queen instead while Goofy and Donald go and tell everybody. But I love this because it's like, I don't know if this is a even that even close to a universal experience, but I've moved around so much in my early adulthood that whenever I'm at a new place, that people always talk about traversing in their home city as like oh, you haven't seen confusing until you've seen Omaha, Nebraska streets. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sora, don't even try to navigate the castle. You'll get lost if you're not a local. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. <laughs> I, you know, I've, I've stayed in this, this same city for a couple of years, so I don't think I've experienced that in a while, but I definitely experienced it when I got here. So. Yep. Uh, anyway, that's what it felt like to me when Donald said that. So you got uh, mad so at Donald, is what you're I telling did. me. I did. I've gotten mad at the duck quite a few times in the last few episodes. Just yeah. like, the, like the the Beauty and the Beast one just came out as of when we're recording this. And like, man, he does some weird shit in that episode. Anyway. Um, <laughs> he does some weird shit in this one too, though. So. Yeah, we'll get there. Sora ushers Minnie to the... What, are the, what was it called? The audience chamber? Yeah, the sort of, like, throne room. Yeah. And she hits a button behind the throne that, open, that like, slides the pedestal that the throne is on mm-hmm. to the side, and it opens up a chamber out of which this very bright light pours. It defeats all the Heartless. Track four starts mm-hmm. right as she takes the seal off of the door and enters. Um, and then it's sort of this also upbeat jam to to Sora fighting a bunch of Heartless. And it sort of builds to this point and fades out right as the light enters the room. Like, it's building where the light mm-hmm. enters the room. And then as the first time Sora sees the room empty is when the song is fading out. Um, 
And then while Minnie is explaining the cor- the Hall of the Cornerstone, there's this spoken word track where Andrew W.K. explains the feeling of being alive, um, which is very good by itself. Um, this is my first time listening to this record, by the way. But um, he... <laughs> yeah, And you're listening to it as the man himself intended. <laughs> it feels that way, though. Um and so these these two things line up pretty well because the song is sort of about not giving in to uh, doubts and you know it's like it's all it's the feeling of being alive it's you know the the cha- facing these challenges um, and it lines up pretty well with like um, the the introduction to these thorns in the hall of the cornerstone um, and then the the next song party mindset decides uh, it opens up as we see Maleficent enter the the hall of the cornerstone as well. I'm gonna. Rewind just a little bit so he can give more explanation of the cornerstone itself. Minnie says, The room below is called the Hall of the Cornerstone. Our castle has always been... Watch out for this phrasing. Our castle has always been safe from worlds that are evil? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Thanks to the cornerstone of light that we keep down there. Sorry. Sorry, what? Worlds that are evil? Are there evil worlds? There's a realm of darkness, but I haven't heard of anything as being an evil world. Man, the the cosmology of this game just gets <laughs> wilder and wilder. And Sora's like, what's a cornerstone of light? Uh, and then he just runs in. Like, I don't know what this thing is, but I really want to see it. And it's the room with all the thorns that we saw before. Uh, oh, also Donald and Goofy are back. There's no pomp and circumstance at all, but they're just here again now. Yep. And Minnie says, this is the castle's cherished cornerstone, but look, the thorns. They must be the work of someone very evil. I wonder what this could mean. And thankfully enough, her question is answered immediately, as as you mentioned, a, a sort of like a hologram or force ghost of Maleficent appears. Mm-hmm. Donald says, Maleficent, and Sora says, no way. And Maleficent says, well, well, what do we have here? And then Donald charges like he charges at everyone, and it never <laughs> works. <laughs> You think yeah. he would stop trying? He tries to like like jump her, but because she's not actually there and she's just projecting her essence, he flies right through. She continues, if it isn't the wretched keyblade wielder and his pitiful lackeys. And then Donald yeah, Donald tries like you're gonna have to deal with me and then tries to jump her and she says, All in good time. I promise you'll be able to partake of my vengeance, but you must be patient. Uh, Minnie asks what's going on, and she says, Ah, Queen Minnie, radiant as always. I'm here on a property venture. I want this cap- castle for my own. I want this However, cabin out in the woods. <laughs> I want the, I want this nice small cabin that is the entirety <laughs> of Disney Castle. I want this castle for my own. However, it's a bit too bright for what I had in mind. I suppose I'll just have to fill every room with my personal touch of darkness. And she sort of gestures towards the cornerstone there's a little flash i'm not supposed sure if this is supposed to indicate that she's doing something to it i don't think so given how the plot is about to go but there is some sort of animation here when she gestures towards it of like a shimmer or something Mm -hmm. minnie's like you better stop right now if you know what's good for you and maleficent says "Ooh, how frightening very well i'll stop just as soon as the castle belongs to me and then she utters like a plus evil laugh it like took it like caught me off guard her laugh is so good and she disappears i mean this is the that's the actual maleficent voice actor right i believe so yeah a lot a lot of the main characters have like the quote-unquote canon voice which 
doesn't right. apply to most Final Fantasy things, unless you consider Advent Children canon, which I imagine a lot of people don't. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. But anyways, yeah, so they, uh, they sort of decide at some point that they need Merlin's help for some reason. So they get him. Um, very vital to the pacing of, of my experience. Jet Monkey <laughs> HD runs all the way back to the very first room. I don't think you have to do that. Because um, you can just leave at any save point, I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think there are some save points that have access to the world map and some that don't. Mm-hmm. I just think the one in the Hall of Cornerstone does. Um, oh. But he runs back. <laughs> um, uh, the Party Never Dies is this uh, next song that opens up as they enter the hangar. Nothing really important happens. Um, but as the first chorus is ending is when we see the transition from Traverse Town back to uh, the castle. But that's skipping a bit. So they get to Traverse Town. And they just burst into fucking Merlin's house and start screaming. <laughs> Trying to, I guess... Hey, where's the old man with the magics? <laughs> uh, which, of course, he does then appear. He poofs into the room um, and is like, Why are you screaming in my house? <laughs> Please knock next time, at least. I have, I have neighbors. I already get noise complaints because of Sid. <laughs> I don't I don't need you busting in and catching me doing my dark deeds. <laughs> yes, yeah, cuz when Merlin dips into the dark arts. <laughs> but um so they start to explain the the sitch to old man Merlin and there's this there's this the funny gag is, is sort of Donald starts just rambling and it sort of fades to black and then we see the Hall of the Cornerstone again Minnie's still just sort of standing there sad. And then we slowly hear Donald's rambling fade in as they, they poof into the room. Because um, Merlin just teleports them. Yeah. Because he's like, I don't need you to explain this to me. I'll just see it myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't quite understand your duck accent. I'm sorry. Um, uh, there's no subtitles in this part, so it's very difficult for me to understand. Um, uh, which I have to question how the gummy ship comes back. Is it a Tesla? Does it have autopilot? I don't know. Oh, that's a very good question. So I guess he can sum- he's summoned the gummy ship before. Did he? I mean, you didn't say yeah, like did. earlier in this game, he summons them to. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah, Hollow Bastion. Fair. The the monkey butt signal. That was a joke we made. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, the first chorus of of what is it? Party never dies. Uh, goes go fades and then sort of comes back in as they enter this room, which is good. Um. And then I don't really know what they talk about, but eventually he summons a doorway. Yep, and he says that, My boy, that is a gateway to a special world. Someone in that world is responsible for what's going on in this castle. Of that, I'm certain. And Sora's like, all right, we just need to go kill somebody in there. It'll be all good. I like to think of Merlin as like a magical contractor, where he's just sort of like looking at this room and is like, "Mm, mm, Yep, this this is the problem with time. Thorns. (laughs) Thorns. <laughs> That's a key symptom of time. Um, it made me. Uh, it made me realize how this game is strange in that it has two mentor magic characters between Yen Sid and um, your boy Merlin here. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like kind of weird. Merlin is kind of like B rate Yen Sid though. Yep. Both. Although Merlin is like an enduring mythological character, and y- Yen Sid is just a joke that's Disney backwards. <laughs> the, the, the thing about Merlin, though, is that every early Disney movie is just a ripoff of things that weren't copyrighted. So yep. that's why Merlin might be hypothetically cooler 
But uh, mm -hmm. especially in the context of these games, Jin Sid is, is the, the one that matters. And I think that's because he trained King Mickey, which is also weird, I guess. What is Jin yeah. Sid from? Uh, isn't he from Fantasia? No, that might be why. They like to pretend Fantasia is really important. The part where Mickey's the sorcerer's or sorcerer's apprentice is that a different movie than Fantasia, or is that a part of Fantasia? Isn't that a Nicolas Cage film? It, there is a Nicolas Cage film of the same title, <laughs> um, but I don't know if it's related. I think it's a Disney film, and I think Nicolas Cage could be in Kingdom Hearts three. Holy shit! Let me. I gotta look it up now. God damn it! I just want Vampire's Kiss to be in the <laughs> Kingdom Hearts universe. I like. Uh, I, I instead visualized little vampire which i'm not sure if it's a disney film i don't even know what that who gives a fuck um <laughs> anyway so they so sora's like okay we just need to go kill whoever's in the door and merlin's like whoa whoa, whoa wait sorcerer's apprentice is a disney film nicholas cage will be in kingdom Hearts. 3. oh oh boy i actually That's... really like nicholas cage i think it's just that the man has terrible makes terrible financial decisions and then is forced to act into things he doesn't give a rat's ass about like witch hunter or whatever that movie was but then he does his best to do a shitty role <laughs> yeah um but like in adaptation that movie alone proves that he's a brilliant actor anyway um port of call uh bad lieutenant port of call new Orleans. anyway uh <laughs> Merlin's sure, like the i think national treasure might technically be a, a disney property i'm not sure but Anyways, the Merlin says the perpetrators must be stopped, but there's something else to do first. In that world, there should be another door that's identical to this one. I believe our enemies are utilizing that door. As long as it remains open, the castle will be, will be in grave danger. Listen carefully, Sora. You must find that door, and when you do, lock it with your keyblade. And they're like, all right. And Merlin says, now one more thing. You're heading into a very special world. While you're there, the nature of that world may tempt you to do something dark. <laughs> you must resist that temptation at all costs. <laughs> and they're like, what? And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. You'll know. I, I, I have faith I in you. you. <laughs> Wait, if it's so important, just tell them what it is. Just say, hey, you're going back in time. Don't fucking... Do the thing that you do in literally every world and fuck shit up. <laughs> <laughs> they go in and they come out black and white and old cartoony looking because they went back in time to before the castle was built. That's where this door leads. I do want to uh, chime in just to say that the song uh, Give Up On You begins as they enter the Timeless River. Um, just furthering this experience. Mm -hmm. uh, any like, <laughs> any like... The lunatic is in the hall. Any, like, lineups here? The stars will align very soon. Okay. Um, this this back half of the album is a bit of an opera about the struggle of Pete, and I will <laughs> get into that as, as, as the stars align. Um, but for right now, we see uh, a slightly different Pete, um, who, <laughs> this is also a very good gag, where he's like, have you guys, he stops at Sora, and he's like, have you guys seen any bad guys here? And they all just point at him mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's like what <laughs> and then uh he runs off and they follow him and then they they beat the shit out of him for no justifiable reason <laughs> he yeah he he seems to be like a, a real pushover which is weird uh also this song the song give up on you ends at the exact moment that jet monkey hd delivers the final blow synchronicity um, yeah I and it, it, it the song sort of fades out in this beautiful way as like the the you beat it boss slowdown <laughs> happens. It's it's so beautiful. 
Um, this is this is when things start getting really good. <laughs> I want to rewind a little bit though. Okay. Before he runs off and before Goof Troop chase him and beat up this what will prove to be innocent man. <laughs> um, they're like, well, yeah, you're you're a villain. You've done shit to us. Um, he's like, them's are fight, them's fighting words, and then he goes, huh? And he starts to walk off. What? What does he see? <laughs> what like? What? Them's fighting words, but I don't want to fight you, really. <laughs> what like? Uh, what vision is presented in front of this man? What like? Uh, what does he see on the road to Damascus? Oh man, I don't know. We've 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 had these questions before, where things just sort of happen, and we don't really have the full context for them. I just want to know. Like, <laughs> anyway, they fight him, and he's a wimp, and. The song lines up, apparently, and... I really want you to experience this for yourself at some point. I might just, like, make an edit and put it on, like, <laughs> some website that won't flag me for a thousand different copyright strikes. Um, <laughs> yeah, of, of all strikes. <laughs> Pete says, what's you punk's beef with me anyway? Who are you? Are you new around here? And Sora says, cut the act, because he doesn't get it. He doesn't get that they're in the past, and that this is Pete before he was Pete. And Pete says... Whoa, and then he stands up, but he falls back down because he's been beat up too bad. Mm -hmm. uh, and he sort of grabs his head, and Goofy says, You know, something doesn't feel quite right here. Are you sure you're Pete? <laughs> and he says, Sure, I'm Pete. I'm captain of the steamboat. You can't be Pete. You ain't really a piece of shit. Stop bothering me. Hit the road. I gotta go find the little runt that stole my boat. Which is weird because we soon realize that the person who stole his boat is not a little... Or run, no. and he knows that, so it's very misleading. Mm -hmm. But I think that that's the point. Is like, oh, it's probably Tiny Mickey from the past or some shit, um, because that's what the steamboat Willie is all about. Mm -hmm. But anyways, this next song, <laughs> uh, it's called "Keep On Going." It's very uplifting. It sort of it really sets the mood for them apologizing, um, to Pete. Uh, so and then they go. It continues. They go back to. Well, was there anything actually? Was there anything else with that Pete scene before they go back to the? Yeah, they kind of just realize this must not be the same Pete, but they don't really put two and two together that they're in the past yet. Um, and then Pete says, "If you really want to make it up to me, you should go find my steamboat." And they're like, "Okay, that's fair enough." And you get the title card for Timeless River, uh, and then they sort of reiterate that they need to find the door, this villain, and this Pete's boat. Um, and they go back to the area they entered in and they see this like screen there and mm -hmm. they look through the screen and they see a video of, uh, <laughs> a, a, a film, a flick, a movie, you know, they're called movies because it's a moving picture. Incredible. Um, and they look, they, they watch the screen and, on the screen, they see a movie of themselves entering in when they entered in through the door. But before that happens, they notice a bunch of Heartless sort of scurry off into these little windows, these little window portals. And they're mm -hmm. like, hey, there's a bunch of Heartless here. We should kill them. Yeah. So in this in in the song, keep on going uh, at, at this point, when they when they get to this, this uh, sort of vision of the past, the, the lyrics are repeating 
Um, it's like several lyrics in a line, and they all begin with "Do you remember?" Um, Whoa! And, it's, <laughs> uh, and uh, we see all these these heartless entering these different I don't know planes of existence. Man, we used to get really tied up about like the what the fuck was happening in Kingdom Hearts 1, and we just stopped giving a shit. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> like, the whole presence of this world really messes all of that shit up. And I I think it, we would we would be doing our due diligence to return to it at some point, like maybe in an answering report, get, get angry and then give up. Um, but the thing is, we know that we will give up. Because <laughs> I, I think we learned our lesson with the, with the boat in Neverland. It just doesn't matter in the scheme of things. There are so many bigger fish to fry in the Kingdom Hearts <laughs> universe. Yeah. Um, so, there's nothing really to say about these segments, is there? Just sort they of. They see Mickey and they see old timey past Mickey in each one of them, and they're like, "Oh, it's the king." But he, he looks weird. Just, and he like, he doesn't say anything. He just sort of smiles and shakes Sora's hand. Whenever he kills the Heartless and then mm-hmm. runs off, and they're like, what the fuck? Why is he yeah. leaving? Uh, and then at the end of each of these segments, we get a mm-hmm. vision from a uh, present Pete point of view. Uh, basically, each one is just <laughs> Maleficent bullying him, um, and yeah. we see what, what, what drove him to um, just, I don't know, just make you sympathize with Pete. But um, as this first segment yeah, ends... I feel bad for Pete now. Pete! <laughs> It's it's good storytelling, Wheels. Um, so as the song ends, uh, we get another spoken word track from Andrew W.K. Uh, during this Maleficent scene, they line up pretty well. Um, while we while she's berating Pete, we sort of get um, these lines that are very poignant <laughs> to Kingdom Hearts specifically, because <laughs> um, he's sort of talking about you know dealing with your demons and um, and and processing. Uh, the bad things in life. But his word choice is darkness and shadow aren't all bad. Darkness is light casting a shadow. Um, Whoa. And I'm like, oh, man. Andrew W.K. is a Kingdom Hearts fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this next song, uh, uh, The Devil's on Your Side, begins uh, while we're still seeing Maleficent. And this song is like five and a half minutes long. It basically covers the next three little segments, uh, which is very good. Um, so there's like this instrumental breakdown and Pete's just like monologuing during it. And I think it's the, I think it's the next segment after the second door they go through, which is. So should we go over the first one then? The first, well, yeah, cause you already skipped to the end of it when you said, oh, Mickey Mouse shakes its hand and runs away. <laughs> oh, well, I was just, I was just summarizing what happens in the actual okay. spaces, but. The, the first in, one in was the, the construction one. Oh, I have nothing written down about the actual scenarios. I'm just saying, should we actually look at what happens in the little Pete videos? Uh, Pete's vlogs. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Because I think these are actually important to the plot of the world. Sure. I mean, Um, well, Pete is bullied. Um, Maleficent says, you absolute idiot, you've managed to fail at everything, and what's more, you foolishly thought you could take my place while I was away? Well, as of now, you're finished. Mark my words, there'll be no place for you when our time comes. Useless imbecile. And Pete sort of stammers as she walks away. Uh, And that's how the first one ends. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, yeah, there's an... There's another one if you wanna if you wanna I just wanted to make sure we got that in before we moved yeah. on to the next scene. Well yeah, I don't I didn't write down what his monologue was, 
um, so much as like I remember, like oh, she, she didn't have to be so mean about it. She didn't have to say it that way. Um, and he, I think he starts to talk about. Does he say he like misses how things used to be? Like his old. He says, "Oh, for crying out loud, she didn't have to go and say that." Okay, so I fuck up a lot, but I'm a lot more <laughs> things than you. I don't think he said fuck. <laughs> I did when I wrote it down, and if I wrote it in my notes, it's canon. Um, does he see the door in this one? And he turns around and he sees a door to p- the past arrive in mm-hmm. front of him. When he and- when he turns around and sees the door. Uh, is when the lyrics come back in for this song. Okay, I might have messed up every now and then, but I'm a lot more things than useless. Why, when I was starting out? Oh, I missed those good old days. What I would give to go back in time. What I would give. <laughs> It's just good. <laughs> uh, um, this this song actually sort of just uh, like frames the next three sections. There's a point where the music like drops out. I think I don't know if it drops out or just gets quieter for a minute when um, Sora gets to. I think it's the last one. No, it's the it's the third one that they do is the burning house. Um, but you can hear. Sora yell fire like perf at the perfect moment in the song, <laughs> um, and then it sort of just is this instrumental it's a fire track. Uh, that too, but um, the house is also on fire <laughs> or the apartment building. I don't. It's mm-hmm. tall. Uh, but then the music again frames the the fight sequence very well, um, and the the music continues to to build. We get another scene with uh, Maleficent. It looks like Pete showed Maleficent the door, and she uh, talks about how she can use this to take the castle from those fools. Um, and when when she says that is when the next song, Break the Curse, starts. Uh, also a very long track. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the the lyrics of this song are sort of... It, he starts talking about how, like, Love can put a curse on you, which is interesting. And then the next segment as we get into those lyrics is uh, the house segment where we see this like small home slowly be eaten by a dark hole. I'm just going to let people read into that if they want to. Um, <laughs> again, assuming that all of this is meant to be the way that it is. Um, none of this is coincidence. Um, but then they, they beat that segment very quickly. I'll, I want to bring attention to jet monkey is remember, very strong <laughs> i remember when i played the game originally i i remember like this was the first part of the game where i was like oh that's more difficult like i remember a difficulty spike in this segment maybe mm-hmm. i just didn't get one of the sort of gimmicks of the place and messed up but yeah i remember i remember losing a, at least a couple times at one of these but anyway mm-hmm. um uh we beat at this, this point oh okay sorry. i was gonna say at this we, point Oh shit! All right. <laughs> no, you go. Okay. Uh, they now sort of finally put two and two together that they're in the past and they have the capability to change the future. 
um, but they decide not to because Merlin asked them nicely. <laughs> the G um, was, I think before that is the scene, the last Maleficent scene. Um, There's another one after that in my notes where okay. they go through another one of these little action set pieces where Mickey shakes Sora's hand and then runs away after he kills the Heartless, and we see Maleficent um, say... Listen well, on the other side of this portal, they are about to begin construction of their wretched castle, but until then, their treasured cornerstone of light remains unguarded, with all its power contained. She says, that cursed sphere is the very thing that prevents us from entering the castle, so, you know what must be done? And he's like, and Pete is like, uh, maybe? <laughs> and she says, go then, time to prove your worth, and don't dare to fail me again. And he says, don't fail her again. Let's see. And it takes him a little while to realize, oh, I should just uh, break the cornerstone. Uh, <laughs> but first, I got to get my old boat back. As, as Maleficent walks away, the lyrics are, uh, look who pulled a scam on you. <laughs> which is pretty good. Go then. Time to prove your worth. And don't dare to fail me again. Uh, and my next note is that Pete drowns. <laughs> so that skips ahead quite a bit. Yeah, so first, Sora still, like, doesn't get in, so he's like, oh, it was Pete after all, and Donald is like, er, he tricked us. And Goofy's like, no, I don't think that's it. I think that we're in the past, so there's a past Pete and a present Pete, and we beat up the past one who hasn't done anything yet. This is some pre-crime shit. And they look completely different. They don't look anything alike, really. No. Um, but in- they see Pete in his uh, in his new duds, and they're like, "Okay, that's the one we know." And they run off after him. That heavily zippered tracksuit is one I would recognize anywhere. <laughs> uh, they rec- they also notice that the cornerstone is gone, and so they realize that Pete has it. Uh, that well, what's happening is that present pete has stolen past pete's boat and put uh is towing the cornerstone with it mm-hmm. and old pete runs in i have op for original pete or old pete and i have np for new pete original pete original poster exactly um, and then they they fight yeah i mean yeah. they fight they fight the boat new pete <laughs> and original pete joins in which is kind of cute oh yeah well that, that's after he gets the cornerstone like freed from the boat cage oh yeah um, which is a cute little segment. Um, the next, the the next song here is "Total Freedom," which uh, starts right as they enter this area with the fight. Um, the song is, I guess, about how things used to be fine. Uh, I, I don't know if it's about when they were younger, when they didn't have responsibilities. I don't know, um, but it's good. There's a point where, after this fight's over, Pete runs away. I guess mm-hmm. uh, he 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 just summons this door <laughs> uh, back up. I guess he's a, a magical man, and we didn't know. <laughs> but he summons this door back, and the music drops out, and Donald yells Sora, and he's like, "Yeah, I know." And then it blasts back in as he locks the door, um, which Merlin told him to do. It's very good. Yeah, I know.
and then they ride the boat because uh, old Pete's like, thanks for helping me out, I guess, even though you beat the shit out of me like five minutes ago. Um, I'll let you ride on my boat. They get the cornerstone back. They they drive the cornerstone back to where it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You see Mickey sort of lounging on the back of the, what would you call it, the tow raft? I don't know, whatever the, whatever the cornerstone is sitting on, mm-hmm. Mickey is sort of lounging on it. As this, um, as this next scene fades in with the cornerstone back where it belongs, the, the next song, Beyond Oblivion, starts. Uh, it's very melancholy piano. As they as they as they put it back and they talk and Donald considers uh, fucking with the past. I don't know if he's gonna go get like a sports almanac or that's that's the future. That's the future. So that's backwards. But you know, back to the future jokes is what I was trying to make. What would he do? What is that? Is he gonna like kill Mickey yeah, and become there, King Donald? There is like. Okay, so the full contact. Well, for, actually, first of all, I, I I've done this so many times, but it is it is fair given that it's the time travel episode. I do want to rewind a little bit, um, and I skipped this part. Um, they're talking to old Pete and just sort of like, they're telling him like, you know, stay gold, pony boy, or whatever. They're telling him like, you know, don't be bad or whatever. And, oh, I remember that. And like. Sora is trying to explain, like, no, it's, that was you from the future, how do you not see it? Goofy sort of, like, covers his mouth when he's, before he's able to finish that sentence, because obviously he can't reveal that secret. But it's like, okay, Sora, two minutes ago, the mere, like, thought of time travel was blowing your mind, and you couldn't fathom how how a Pete who looks nothing like the Pete you know might not be like you, you you're in a black and white cartoon he looks way younger and you can't fathom that maybe you've traveled in time and now you're acting like well yeah like primer isn't that hard to understand if you just have a high enough iq pete it's like come on don't pretend you know how this works sora i think it's bizarre that they can recognize that it's black and white like the the sheer fact that like through, I guess, the force of magic, Mickey Mouse introduced color to the universe is bizarre to me. Because <laughs> I don't know what else that is supposed to mean. Um, yeah, okay, sure. And anyway, as you mentioned, they leave, and then Daisy Duck uh, mm-hmm. shows up and starts talking to Donald, and she's upset because Donald hasn't visited her at all. And yeah, and then this is where Donald gets the idea like, well, wait, what if I go back in time and and sort of doesn't finish what his idea is? And you are correct. Like, what what are you going to do? Are you going to like, like, how, how, how does going back in time fix this problem where you never visit your wife? I don't know. You just need to visit your wife. <laughs> New mechanic in Kingdom Hearts 3 where you have like a... a- a timer where you have to go back and visit Daisy so often. Um, it's like The Sims. The mechanic is called the Daisy Chain mm-hmm. of memories. <laughs> uh, extremely good. So yeah, that's that's kind of just it. She chases him around this room for like a minute. Mm-hmm. The 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 song is good in this segment. It's just like a mostly instrumental, um, or maybe entirely instrumental. I don't entirely remember. Just sort of like jam. It feels like a credit sequence. Um, the cornerstone starts to glow. It is this, this world's item that opens the gate. Um, 
Sora does the thing where he shoots the Keyblade at the uh, the big old metaphysical <laughs> keyhole in the sky. Um, yep. There's a ridiculously good drum fill at exactly that moment uh, <laughs> that's sort of like, I don't know, it's just really fucking good. Um, and then they are like, well, you know, we have to keep going. Sora does this thing where he's like, sorry, Daisy, we have to continue to, to borrow your husband. He's He occasionally heals me. So I need to keep him around. <laughs> um, uh, and the, this song fades out as the, uh, the the title card of Disney Castle sort of fades in. Um, do we usually get a second title card for a world? We do when it's done. So this is the first world that we won't be returning oh. to. Huh. Um, so that's it. We, so we'll, we'll see them a bunch when we do our, our second lap around the hmm. universe. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Like it's, it fades out perfectly with this song. There's two more tracks on this record, which I, uh, you know, post credits or whatever. I don't fucking know, but it's good. This was this was a life changing experience for me. I'll be honest, I kind of zoned out whenever you talked about it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the listeners did too. I, this episode probably wouldn't have been nearly as long if I was not talking about Andrew WK frequently. Where are you on the internet? You can follow me on Twitter. At Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J O. Um, that's also my website, ghostofjoe.com. It'll be a little old by the time this episode comes out, but I just did a piece about Final Fantasy 15, um, which I didn't intend. I, I was just like, I'm going to write about me liking Final Fantasy 15, how I think it's cool that they keep making DLC, but I ended up complaining about capitalism instead. Two birds, one stone. Yep. Hey, everybody, this is Joe from the future cutting in just real quick um, because we record these in like a week in advance. I didn't know that uh, my new show was going to, when it was going to come out relevant to these episodes. Um, but I started a new podcast with my friend, Nick Clay. You might recognize from the answer report at the end of Kingdom Hearts one, we asked him some stupid questions. Um, but we started a show called objectively good. It's a podcast where we talk about what we think makes games really good. We pick a topic each week and then talk about some games. Um, we try to pick games that aren't always, the center of conversation already that's not entirely true we've talked about final fantasy in every fucking episode but i really like what the show is shaping up to be we recorded a couple episodes that are going to come out every other week on thursdays so right now the the when this goes up um our first episode will be out and then a week from now you'll hear our second episode um i like it a lot i'd really appreciate it if you'd listen to it thanks i'm gonna play our promo at the end of this episode so stick around if you don't already normally do that thanks a ton also it looks like we forgot to plug this show so you can follow us on twitter at memorizecast our pinned tweet on that page will take you to our discord server which is good you should stop in there if you want uh also you can email us at gotitmemorized at gmail.com all one word if you don't use those other platforms but want to get a hold of us please review us on itunes i would love that Here's more of Wheels. Wow. I am on Twitter at twitter.com slash the Travis W. And I do a podcast with my brother entitled Arbitrary Archive. It's a media review show. And I don't know how to pitch it. It's like other media review shows, except that I'm on it and my brother's on it. And we're nice. I mean, it's 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 weird that you do that because there is like a, a, a through line. There's, there's like a dumb premise that... Uh, that a. <laughs> it's very good. Don't don't shortchange it. A robot 
an artificial intelligence named Jeff has predicted that the world is going to end and so is it wants us to archive all of human culture and does so by giving us one word every week and we have to come up with a movie or an album or a TV show or whatever or a video game or whatever that fits that one word category. Uh, I don't even know what word will come up when this episode comes out because we're recorded farther ahead in this show than we are in that one, but it's called Arbitrary Archive. It's fun. That was Disney Castle and Timeless River. Got it. Memorized? stupid rules <laughs> they make it so i can't make some jokes that i want to make <laughs> anyway hi i'm joe and i write about games i'm nick and i write about games and this is objectively good a podcast about games uh, vi- video games what what kind of video games only the objectively good ones the objectively goodest <laughs> This is a show where Joe and I take a topic within the realm of video games, be it what's your favorite baseball in a video (laughs) game, and we turn it into an episode of a podcast. My favorite baseball in a video game is Twilight Seen It. Yeah. (laughs) So every other week, we we show up, we talk about what we're playing at the moment, and then we get into our topic, and we, we bring a couple games to the table, but we have one main pick that we focus on each. These games aren't necessarily our favorite games, so much as we're really focusing on the topic of the week. These are games that have good within them. Because every game has good within them. That's not true at all, but <laughs> most games do. And it's it, it's very special. I think we, we really get into like the things that games make us feel. Objectively good. A, a show about what makes games good. Check it out on iTunes.com slash biz. 